Hello and once again, welcome to TNT Wrestling NWA Powerhouse Podcast, brought to you all the way from the top of TNT Tower in beautiful downtown Oklahoma City. I, uh, yeah. So I was downstairs watching the show, and then I had to come upstairs. Two elevators, guys. No, I'm kidding. Anyways, so, yeah, we just finished Into the Fire. Yeah, this is first pay-per-view after uh, NWA Power started, and I was quite excited about this, and I gotta say, they did not let me down. Uh, we're gonna kind of go over the results here. Uh, that's pretty much what this is gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna do some humble bragging and uh, give these results here. Let's see here. We have Eli Drake versus Ken Anderson. Both these guys did an amazing job in this match. I loved every minute of it. Eli Drake picked up the win here. And it was exactly how I booked it. Gave it a 7 out of 10. Alright, so the added match to the card, the Tasha Steals versus Thunder Rosa match. Now that was fun. That was a fun match. Okay, so what it reminded me of is if you've ever seen the early Monday Night Wars, okay, the WCW Monday Night Nitro, they had, I think it was in November of 1995, they had the very first meeting of Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. And these announcers could hardly keep up. It was hilarious to watch. Uh, there was such quick movement, a lot of great wrestling. And that's what I saw here. And throughout the match, I kept saying, man, this is... This is good. This is really good. And it's on that level. So I I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Couldn't get a couldn't get enough out of it. See, Thunder Rosa ended up winning this one. After the match, she attacked Tasha, kept on punching her in the head. Then Ashley Vox came out to try to stop her. That's when Thunder Rosa beat the snot out of her. She did this crazy shoulder breaker thing. You got, you just got to see it. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. It's insane. Uh, loved every minute of it. I'm including in my score that last bit. 7 out of 10. It's easy. I would have gone higher, but... Uh, I just... I just felt a 7 out of this, okay? And if you know anything about my scores, it's all BS anyways. So anyways... <laughs> We had the question mark after that versus Trevor Murdoch. Really great match also. The match started off and it looked like it was just going to go in Trevor's favor, which is how I thought it should go, honestly. I Don't get me wrong. I fear the Mongolian spike. I could see it's just a weapon of mass destruction. But man, Trevor Murdoch, I really thought he had this. Whenever uh, the match, before the match started, Question Mark came out with Aaron Stevens and they brought out this flag. It was a Mongolian flag. It had a question mark on it and everything. It was pretty funny. Well, Trevor grabbed this flag and he threw it on the ground and it just enraged the question mark. And he hit Trevor Murdoch, not with one, but he hit him with two mongolian spikes it, it was insane i loved it that match went in the question marks favor he uh, after those double mongolian spikes he won it this match i gave it a six out of ten um 
you know. And you know what's funny is before this, I didn't really think of the question mark as that great of a wrestler. But now I'm kind of leaning toward he's he's not bad. He's not bad at all. After that, we got the Rock and Roll Express with the they came out with the Outlaw Inc. And they fought the Wild Cards who came out with none other than the Dawsons. Now, I, for some reason, I said this on the last podcast, I didn't see the Dawsons coming out and working for the Wild Cards. And that's exactly what they did. I thought that there was something happening in power. Let me know if, if you guys remember that way, too. But I don't know. But I, I do know that they've been against Outlaw Inc. as well. So maybe I'm just getting people confused. I don't know. Anyways, this is a great match. You know, the the thing about the Rock and Roll Express, and if you listen to my inaugural podcast, I talked about this some. I I like the fact that they won, but I hate the fact that they won so cleanly. And now that they've done it, now that they won that cleanly, I just want them to keep winning. It you know. It just, it just makes sense to me that the wild cards, uh, you know, they're going to look kind of weak after getting beat by these 60-year-old men. And I just feel like maybe getting beat again and maybe them going on to show, hey, we might be 60-year-old men, but we can still kick ass. And maybe they'll win us over. That's kind of what they did tonight. I mean, I was, I was not lying. I was on the fence about their title win. And now they've kind of put me over onto their side. Uh, Ricky Morton hit a amazing Canadian Destroyer. You gotta watch it. This, this it's insane. Great match. Uh, middle of the road. I scored it five out of ten. Uh, rock and roll. They retain their titles, of course. Let's see the next match. We had Allison K come out, and she had no partner because. Ashley Vox got her butt handed to her by Thunder Rosa. And so she was just kind of waiting out there. And so Melina and Marty Bell come out. And it really kind of looks like that this will be forfeited or um, it's going to be a, you know, handicap match or something. Something's going to happen. But then out of nowhere, ODB comes out. And she's revealed to be Allison Kay's new partner. This is amazing. It's one of my first experiences actually seeing ODB in the ring. And I have to say I'm a huge fan now. So, yeah. it This match was a lot of fun. And, you know, and you might look at my last few scores, okay? I scored Eli Drake, Ken Anderson, 7 out of 10. Tasha Steele, Thunder Rosa, 7 out of 10. Then the question mark, Trevor Murdoch, 6 out of 10. Then Rock and Roll, Wild Cards, 5 out of 10. We were on kind of a downward trend on my scores here. But (laughs) that's not the case here. Allison K and ODB win this one. And this was a great match. Probably one of the best uh, female wrestling matches i've seen in a really long time i went ahead i gave this it's back up there seven out of ten it was that good it was a lot of fun to watch so i i enjoyed it now 
after that, we had Ricky Starks and Aaron Stevens versus, uh, well, Ricky Starks versus Aaron Stevens versus Colt Cabana. I'll get it out there eventually. Come on. All right. So this match was, I already knew there was going to be a lot of comedy in it, mainly 100% because Aaron Stevens is in it, but it was pretty hilarious. We had Aaron Stevens hiding behind a Christmas tree. We had him hiding under a sheet. Uh, he spent a lot of the time outside the ring, um, just trying to stay out of the action for a while. And it made sense because anytime he got in the ring, they were double teaming him left and right, left and right. It just was nonstop for him. So yeah, towards the end of this match, the question mark interrupted this match. He gave Colt Cabana the Mongolian spike. And then when Ricky looked like he was about to capitalize on that, Aaron Stevens was able to run in the ring. He was get the, he got the pin. The question mark pulled Ricky right out of the ring so he couldn't stop it. And so now we have a new national champion, Aaron Stevens. This was a fun match, just like the others. I enjoyed it. The comedy wasn't over the top. I saw a lot of people complaining on Twitter already about the comedy. And yeah, I think it's just trolling because it wasn't too stupid. It was it was a lot of it was it was it was fine. And so yeah. I gave this a six out of ten. So now we come to our main event of the night. Nick Aldis versus James Storm. This went down fall for fall how I booked it on my, not the last podcast, but the one before that, when we played Booker Man. So, to build up the excitement for this match, I said that Nick is going to have to lose the first fall. That puts our champion in this predicament where he's going to have to win the next two in order to win. And that's exactly what happened here. Now, one thing that I didn't realize, and because I'm a newer fan, you guys got to forgive me. One thing I did not realize with the NWA is this referee thing. And it's something I'm learning more and more about. Uh, I don't know if it was such a big thing in the past history, but I have noticed when looking at news articles and everything about past NWA matches, the referees is a big, big deal. They're, they're NWA sanctioned referees. Uh, people get the pick, like the champion gets to pick the referee and then the, the challenger gets to pick a referee. Now, I don't know how far back that goes, but I have seen a lot of stuff about, you know, them mentioning which ref and everything is going to be in the match. Nick picked Tim Storm, as his referee and James Storm he picked Brian Hebner yeah so I was excited about this so it was it was kind of neat to see uh, how this was done uh, Brian refereed the first part then Tim did the second and then they flipped a coin for the third fall to see who uh, who got to referee this and it was uh, Brian Hebner that got to uh, do the do the uh, third fall but nick clotheslined him at the end of the match during the third fall now Stu bennett 
wanted this to be called right then and there. He attacked the referee. He didn't do it on purpose. It didn't look like it was on purpose. But Stu Bennett was calling for that to be, you know, thrown out. But it wasn't. And Tim Storm took over as referee. And there was no announcement about it. It wasn't like, you know, this isn't the WWE where any referee can just run down and do this, I assume. So, I don't know if his, you know, refereeing is going to count in all this. So, yeah. This ended with Nick getting the third fall in a fully kind of crazy fashion. He pulled the turnbuckle off and shoved uh james storm into the turnbuckle when and when he was kicking out of a pin now once again i don't think any of that it didn't look like any of that was on purpose so you can't really hold nick too accountable for this can you i don't know but anyways we did see camille at the beginning of the match she had no issue or anything with the uh with anything else so that was interesting. After the match, James Storm, you know, he was carried out. He was hurt. And then we had the champion come out and do a little interview. He pretty much said, there's not a man who can take this from me. And he held up the 10 pounds of gold. And then at that moment, the lights went out. And the villain... Marty Squirrel came out, and yeah, he went face-to-face with the champion. So that's interesting. I'm obviously not privy to who he is very well. I do know that he was on Ring of Honor. Uh, He's been on NWA before, I believe, but never seen a match. Never had the privilege to actually watch him. So yeah, I'm, I'm... excited about this let's go ahead and give that championship match a a rating i don't think i said what the rating was i gave it a six out of ten and only because and i'm gonna tell you that it didn't get a seven because it was a muddied finish if you watch the show you'll know what i mean i'm not going to point out everything every detail and you know, running these down. I'm not going to spoil the match by going play by play. So, yeah. If uh, if you watch it, you'll understand why I went 6 out of 10. And especially, it was the finish that really knocked it down a point. I, I didn't like it. But, other than that, this was a nearly perfect pay-per-view. If this is what I'm going to get out of the NWA, then count me in, guys. I'm here for the long run. I am going to do this every week for all four of you. And guess what? We're going to have a blast doing it. They did announce a pay-per-view for next month. Keep an eye out on my podcast. I will be announcing contests to win codes for that pay-per-view. If I get them. (laughs) So, yeah, keep keep a close eye on this podcast. I will definitely be uh, sending those out. So if you guys, you know, if you have any questions for me, if you want to, you know, tell me I'm stupid and um, don't agree with anything I said, 
if you want to give me your scores, what you thought it should get. Uh, I do ratings out of 10. I'm not like Dave Meltzer. I'm nothing like him. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not trying to like talk down to him. Uh, I really respect the guy. He does star ratings out of five. Sometimes he goes higher, you know, for special cases. But I just do out of 10, and it makes life simple for me. And that's, that's the way I work. So if you want to give me some scores out of 10, you want to give me some Dave Meltzer scores, you want to give me whatever, that's fine. Uh, let me know what you think, though. Uh, pop on over to Twitter. Uh, you can find me at TT Wrestling number one, uh, just TT Wrestling one. Jump over to YouTube. You can comment on this video right here, and then you can just tell me what you think there. Or, how about you jump on over to Facebook? You can find us under TNT Wrestling. I hope you guys had fun watching the show if you did watch it. And, yeah, I will see you guys next week. See ya.